Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Catherine Dennis and Thomas Ravenel from Southern Charm are back in headlines with new allegations in their messy custody battle. Candy Burris from The Real Housewives of Atlanta revealed that she will be featured on the new season of Celebrity Big Brother. And Dorit Kemsley and her husband, PK, from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills are in hot water with the IRS yet again. We'll end the show discussing our favorite moment that aired on Bravo this week, which happens to be (laughs) the same moment, but we will get there. I will be tackling this mess and more with today's co-host, Mercedes. Everybody knows her. Everybody loves her. She was the first guest on Bravo Happy Hour and was also on the 11th episode. And this actually makes you the most frequently had guest. Amazing! Welcome back! Thank you! So, we've obviously gone through all the usual questions, fave show, least fave... Whatever. We've done that already. So I'm going to ask you another question because we both obviously love podcasts. So besides Bravo Happy Hour, what is your favorite Bravo-related show, whether it be about Bravo or by a Bravo celebrity? So I have actually recently gotten into Albie Manzo's podcast called Dear Albie. It's actually kind of set up like the old... A newspaper thing that they used to do called Dear Abby, yeah. where they used to write in uh, people just asking questions like in relationships and life and things like that. So Albie and Chris Manzo, they get these same old letters or they have like new fans that kind of write them and they respond. Caroline Manzo's on there a lot. Um, besides just like answering the questions, they actually talk a lot about like behind the scenes housewife stuff and kind of give just like little tidbits. Um, but what's crazy is that when I was listening to this podcast, I was like, wow, how many other podcasts are there by Bravo celebrities? And <clears throat> there's actually a ton. Siggy Flicker had one with Sammy from Jersey Shore called Just Saying. Yeah, that one canceled. That was surprising to me. I can't believe Siggy Flicker thinks that anybody would want to hear that screeching voice. You know what's crazy is that she's still on Twitter acting like it was all production. She's not that crazy. She still goes crazy and she like swears that she is not that way. And I'm I'm like you definitely are crazy. You see it still. Yeah, so Heather Dubrow and Harry Dubrow had one called Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig. It was all about health. I, 
I'm not sure if it's still on, um, but it looks like Heather kind of forayed into her own called Heather Dubrow's World, which is kind of a lifestyle podcast. I don't want anything like her lifestyle, though. No. Her home is so sterile. It's, it's like just, a hospital with granite everywhere. Yeah, and I'm just like, is all that necessary? But I guess when you have that much money, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Really, I mean. And I think, like, my mom always says, like, money attracts money. So once you, like, start making money, you're like, oh, well, actually, we can make this into a podcast, and we can sell ads, yeah. and we can write a book, and we could do this. It's like, girl, stay in your lane, which is, like, little, what is her lane? I guess this, this okay, being look, rich. This is a completely separate tangent, but I did want to talk about this. All the plastic surgeons that are on all of these shows <laughs> Obviously, their wives are pretty much the, like, business cards, you know? And so, Heather Dubrow looks great. Lisa Hochstein from Miami, she looks like a plastic Barbie doll, but she looks great. Jennifer from Real Housewives of New Jersey looks like a Muppet. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what kind of look is that for your husband as a plastic surgeon in New Jersey? It's just stress, like, drastic comparison from, like, Paul Nassif and Adrian Malone. Oh! Where, like, she still looked pretty decent. Now she's now way she's too Now she's scary. Much. Well, like, Carrie Duber. Ca- oh, you, well. She's, she's getting, she's got the eyebrows. The eyebrows. Are... She's got the, the Britney eyebrows. Britney <laughs> Cartwright eyebrows. Oh, my God. She, yeah, Britney Cartwright. Even Carrie, from season one to now has gotten so much done it doesn't look good no and she was beautiful like naturally really beautiful you can always tell how they really looked by the way that their kids look okay because the kids have not had work done and so just look at the kids and that's what they look like before plastic surgery (laughs) speaking of plastic surgery kim zolciak bierman has one called house of kim formerly don't be tardy and this is all about her ask believe receive positive mindset Yet again, another person who I don't (laughs) want giving me advice. Like, I mean, yeah, she landed a hot guy, but now he's unemployed and has been for what seems like five years. And he's on the podcast with her. But I don't think that, like, the podcast is also, like, not consistent. And so I don't know how many episodes they're actually making. Um, Steph Hallman and Brandy Redmond from Real Housewives of Dallas recently came out with one called Weekly Dose of BS. Which is cute. Yeah, it sounds like them, like, drinking Jesus juice and, like, bullshitting around. I mean, whatever. I I don't know if I'll, like, for me, like, if I'm listening to a podcast, like, I want there to be something I actually get out of it. Yeah, Rather than just, like, listening to two people chat. Like, and yeah, they probably are interesting but like they're not comedians they're not funny you know it's like two middle-aged women just like chatting and yeah probably being drunk which like hey maybe it's good (laughs) Uh, i'm like projecting all my insecurities on these shows i'm like "Mm, there's no structure it's like so like not even funny (laughs) so one that i do that people actually listen to is stassi's yeah stassi a lot of people like that and they actually say she's great but also stassi is like the psychotic crazy bitch that you love. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I guess you can hate her, but I love her. I love her. She owns her crazy. That's what makes her different. Which is something I love. Like, I always lead with crazy because... Well, speaking of leading with crazy, Sheena Marie has one called Shenanigans with Sheena. Talk about somebody I really don't want to hear anything from. I only listened to one episode and it was with a sex therapist and Sheena told the sex therapist she's never had an orgasm. Uh, And she's 30 something years old and was married. Yeah. And doesn't have a sex toy because she's too afraid to, like, go to a store and buy it. It's like, babe, it's called the internet. Yeah, the watch porn. And, like, she, yeah, she was like, oh, I don't want people to see me at a sex shop. It's like, we're all sexual beings. There's a website called Adam and Eve where you can literally order the stuff and have it sent to you. So you like, don't even need to go one, to a shop. One day shipping. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh next my God. day. She's so delusional. Yeah, she's poor crazy. girl. 
Um, another one is Kate Chastain, After Deck with Kate Chastain, <clears throat> but we said that one looks like it's like Bravo producers yeah. that are basically doing that one. So Yeah, don't need it. Yeah, don't get any real content content there. And then the last one that I was able to find was Brandy Glanville has one called Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Ugh. Well that's her always. Yeah. Uh, I would. Li- I used to listen to her old show. She just changed network, so maybe it's like under different producers, and maybe there's a little bit more substance there. But again, just because you have a platform doesn't mean like you know how to host a show, absolutely, or like to I conduct agree. interviews or to be like any sort of again projecting. But like it's true. Like well, you, you can't just show, up yeah. and decide one day. Oh, I'm a host. It's like no. no that people- was like candy coated nights that yeah. failed. Like, that wasn't any good. If you remember, like, Khloe Kardashian had that late night yeah. talk show, which was not good either. Like, you have to know how to host to have these shows that can go somewhere. Yeah, even play-by-play with Jerry O'Connell. Like, yeah. he's an actor. I don't know why everyone's yeah. like, let him host a show about But he tried Bravo. to have guys that are hosts on yeah. there, but it, they didn't watch Bravo, so that's why it didn't make any sense, that show. <laughs> I do think the overall premise of it is a good idea if they had the right people. Yeah. Carson Kressley, Jerry O'Connell. Okay, look, Michael Rappaport, you know a lot, but nobody wants to see you, especially nobody that fucking watches Bravo, okay? Yeah. Absolutely not. His um, face is so ugly. Ooh, yes, yes. But he's also, like, recently just said some not... He just said all that stuff about Ariana Grande. Grande. Like, she's a young girl. Fuck off. Yeah, what are you doing? she's like a young 20s. What and he also, doing? like, made fun of Kenya Moore's ashy skin. Which, like, oh, even... didn't he call her a monkey, too? And no, he was, well, probably. Like, he was like, oh, I always have stuff about monkeys on. But I'm like, no, you do that directly to Kenya. Yeah. So, to an African-American no. woman. And you're married to an African-American woman. Yeah, so you yeah. think you might have a little bit of more respect? And, 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 yeah, and like, regardless. Yeah. So, he's a pig. But somebody that likes Bravo to that level. But I just think he's uh, he's dead to the Bravo fans. Totally. Well, let's just jump right into news this week. Catherine Dennis from Southern Charm obviously has been going through a crazy, crazy journey with her ex, Thomas Ravenel. They're going through a custody battle for their two kids, Saint, who's two, and Kenzie, who is four. <laughs> this week, it obviously came out that Thomas is now accusing Catherine of <laughs> purchasing prescription drugs from Bravo producers, and then he also says that not only is she buying drugs from producers, she's selling drugs to castmates, back to crew, etc., etc. Uh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so do you remember our episode where we had mentioned, like, there was talks about St. Ravenel having um, fetal alcohol syndrome? Yeah. And so now Thomas is essentially saying, yeah, he has these issues because of Catherine. It's all your fault. Yeah. Uh, hello, Thomas. You, The elderly age of the father can also produce different learning defects in kids. So guess what? It's not all about Catherine and, like, whatever she has allegedly done. Seriously. And do I think Catherine's on there, like, the drug dealer of... The Southern Charm cast? No way. Her family is well known. Like, yeah. you're the one that got sent away because of dealing cocaine. Yeah, he Not makes it else. seem like he's like an angel. So yeah, the first thing was the drugs <laughs> being sold to the crew. And then, yeah, he followed it up saying that their son, Saint, requires intensive therapy because of the lack of bonding during his infancy and has developed and has developmental and behavioral problems. Thomas was the one locking them away yeah. in some barn. Like They've never seen two loving parents in a room. Yeah. So and their father is he... raping people in the room next door. Like, what the fuck do you think? Like, you, uh, he's such a hypocrite, and he's such a pig, and this poor Ashley, like, I'm not, oh my god, not poor Ashley. <laughs> oh my god. Poor Catherine is like, dude, I'm fucking trying. I'm trying yeah. my fucking best. And yeah. now, 
obviously she's going after more custody for the kids. So after they they broke up, Catherine obviously had to go to rehab, comes out of rehab, still has, I believe, like partial custody of the kids, mm-hmm. fails a drug test, gets the kids taken away from her. And now he's like, well, you wonder, there was a lack of bonding during inf- infancy. You kicked like, her away. Yes, like, so of course there was a lack of bonding. You were gaslighting her for years. years. <laughs> like, locking her in a basement, too. Yeah. Like, wh- what do you expect? And, you know, obviously, like, he's trying to, like, state that he is somewhat better than her because, what, he doesn't have... I don't even think Catherine's that big of an addict. Like, no, in terms, not. Like, he was a cocaine dealer. He's clearly coked out that boat ride oh, where he oh, was yelling at Chelsea. That is cocaine. Even like, on the trip when Ashley was like, oh, our socks, our socks. We gotta make sure we get our yeah. socks. Like, clearly you don't care. Nobody cares that much about a pair of socks. Yeah. So she was referring to somebody else, aka the pasta. Um, <laughs> but... People see them in Charleston together drunk all the time. They were spotted yesterday, which today's Sunday, so it was on Saturday, at a Carrabba's where they were sitting at a bar together, and they spent New Year's together. So They're always sitting at a bar because anybody who is in Charleston always sees them at the bar, Thomas and Ashley together. Shocker. Man, I just, I can't, I can't with this guy. He's just such a pig. And he's not going to stop. He's not going to stop until, like, he tries to continue to ruin Catherine, but... You know, big ups to Catherine for being strong enough to deal with all this and be there for her kids because I think she has half custody yeah. half custody now. Um, so I just think that give it time and things will come out and hopefully they will come out for the best. <laughs> Good luck, Catherine. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Also, wait, speaking of Catherine, another accusation that Thomas said was that she was a part of a hit-and-run accident back in October. So he threw that into the lawsuit saying that there was security uh, there was a security video that showed her staying in a vehicle five minutes after. So she was on her cell phone and that she went on, she went to the car on her cell phone, was in the car for five minutes and then backed up. But, like, yes, okay, so she was in her car on her phone, she finished the conversation, and she hung up, and then she backed up. He claims that she, like, slammed into somebody that was parked behind her and drove off without checking. But what if she didn't know that she hit anything? What if she thought she hit a curb or something? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we would need to see the footage, but still. He's looking for anything. It's like, dude, reaching, reaching for straws. you are getting um, sued for rape. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's like, oh, Catherine once blew her nose too loud and woke the kids up, and she's a bad <laughs> mother. Like, fuck him. He uh, is going down. I do not want to see him. Obviously, season six is shooting right now. He will not be next on next season. Oh, I did hear a rumor that, like, Ashley was back to her escorting ways down oh, in I- South Carolina. <laughs> Yeah, I saw some blind item that said she was, like, yeah. seen, like, exiting a hotel room. <laughs> Love that. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, same. Well, Candy Burris from the Real Housewives of Atlanta has a new job because she needed yet another one, evidently. She's now going to be on season two of Big Brother Celebrity Edition, which is a show that obviously is a house full of people competing in challenges. The person who wins at the end ends up with 250k. I feel like that's nothing for Candy. Exactly. Candy, that's tons of money. And this is a month. 
Why would she do that? Well, hey, so she was just talking about she wants another kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, her daughter claims that she doesn't even take care of Ace that much. Yeah. And then she wants to go away for a month to shoot this TV show. Yeah, I don't understand why she thinks that this is really necessary. So Candy will be living in a house with Tamar Braxton, Tom Green, Ryan Lochte, Lolo Jones, Ricky Williams, Natalie Eve, Marie, Tamar Braxton, Dina Lohan. Yes. Uh, Anthony Scaramucci, which is crazy. I'm so surprised. Has there ever been a politician that joined one of these kind of shows? I mean, Omarosa. Oh, well, <laughs> she's not like a Loosely real politician. politician. Yeah. <laughs> Kato Kalin, Joey Lawrence, and Jonathan Bennett from Mean Girls. So there are a lot of nobodies on this show. So yeah, it's really and surprising. I don't even think that, like, is Candy well known outside of the Bravo world? I mean, some yes with the escape, but, like, yeah. I don't consider her well known. If she went on Celebrity Apprentice, would a lot of people know her? I just don't think so. Yeah, I don't think, like... I, do know that she's friends with Tamar Braxton, though. So I wonder if Tamar agreed to, because mm-hmm. Tamar is, like, mm, very low B-list. Yeah. So if she was like, hey, Candy, will you do this with me? I'll feel more comfortable. That's the only reason I could see Candy joining the cast. Well, someone is rumored to be making a million dollars. Oh, it's Candy. So at this rate, who the fuck else? Like, I don't think I pay a million else. dollars to see Dino Lohan. But, like, I don't even think that many people watch Lindsay Lohan's show. That just premiered this week. I know. I haven't watched it yet. I'm excited. I didn't hear anything, like, fantastic about it, but nobody expected it to be, like, the next best reality show of the year either, yeah. you know? I mean, she was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy oh, with, and Danielle, and Danielle Stout. Danielle, It yeah. was so good. There was so much tension. Danielle hated that Lindsay was getting all this attention. Because Andy was literally not even talking to, to Danielle. Danielle. And he asked her questions in the after show, but it was basically exclusively about, about Lindsay. Lindsay. I mean, we're going to well, get she's there. she's coming back into the American spotlight. Yeah. That's the thing. Remember, after she had kind of, like, crashed and burned, she went, she hid in London. She was dating that, like, millionaire, billionaire for a while. I'm jealous. Yeah. Um... But because people in the UK didn't know as much about her as people in the US, and so I feel like this is her American comeback. I just, I don't have any high hopes for it, but <laughs> I can see it. And any, speaking of plastic surgery, Danielle Staub looks god-awful. That face, well... <sighs> There's so much filler. Like, it just looks unreal. I don't even know who to compare her to, because it's, it's out of this world. But actually... This is skipping a little around a little bit, but yeah, going into more about Lindsay Lohan. Her and Jax Taylor have always been rumored to have hooked up. Back in 2015, Jax was on Watch What Happens Live, and he said that he hooked up with Lindsay Lohan years before. So obviously Andy is such a stunt queen. He asked Lindsay how... uh, (laughs) He asked if she'd ever met Jax, and she said no. Oh, but Jax went on the rampage. Of course! Providing, like, screenshots of conversations with his ex-roommates. They're like, bro, like, she was totally there. Yeah. Is she kidding? Is she lying? And Jax is on this, like, one-man warpath to prove that this is true. Jax, you're engaged. You're 30-something, right? about to be 40. Why do you care about Lindsay Lohan telling the truth about you? And it's always weird because it's always, like, the girl wants the guy to admit that they hooked up, but this time it's like the guy like, oh, Lindsay, tell the truth, tell the truth. Right? Cares. And she cares. So he responded on Twitter, not that I care, it was over 10 years ago and I'm happily engaged, but she's a liar. My two friends who have nothing to game were with me the whole night. This is all I have to say on this, so you are lying, darling. Tagging <laughs> page six, a fucking loser. So whatever, he yeah, posts pictures of a screenshot with his friend Steve where they were talking about how they went to her condo right after she got out of rehab. 
And then Jack's like a true gentleman, a, a truly reformed man, tweets, she was in the crazy house for how many years and didn't even know her own name? You think she remembers who she hooked up with? How what fucking, fucking dare asshole. you? He's how dare you? Asshole. This just goes to show that Jack's Evolve 2.0 is a ruse. A- it is all fake. Case in point right here. So true. Being an asshole to somebody, like, it's not necessary. It is so not necessary. I mean, this episode was so funny. Andy did, like, a the Bravo Playhouse where him and... Lindsay Lohan were doing a scene out of Parent Trap, and it was literally so hysterical. <laughs> you guys, I'll, I'll actually play the audio right here. How old are you? I'll be 12 on October 11th. <laughs> so will I. Um, Hallie, what's your mother like? Well, I never really met her, but I know she was really, really beautiful. How do you know that? Well, because my dad had this old picture of her hidden in her sock drawer. You have one old picture of your mom, and I have one old picture of my dad? This is so freaky. Okay, on the count of three, we'll show them to each other. One. Two. Three. That's my... That's my dad. That's my mom. We're twins. Hallie. Sister, we're like twins. We're like twins. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. I mean, I don't know. Look, we were, I was around when like Lindsay was in her heyday with Paris Hilton and they were partying. So I saw the whole crack and burn. I just think that her family is so fucked up between Dina and her dad that like, I just don't think that there's any hope for her to really kind of succeed and overcome all the stuff that she's, I don't know, she's still in the Hollywood scene. She doesn't have a good family structure. Remember her family had that TV show for a little yeah, while. Yeah, where TV. she wasn't on it. Yeah, it was her sister. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, Allie. She's still trying yeah. to make Allie happen. Oh. Not going to happen. I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, just to go back to Candy, that should be interesting to see her on the show. I mean, I think I will be watching to see Scaramucci and Dina Lohan. Like, I kind of want Dina Lohan to, like, seduce him. Like I or oh. or like uh, no, but he there was a scandal with Scaramucci with who he was dating. Oh, he was dating that news anchor from uh, CNN or Fox News right around the time that he got indicted. I do remember that it was after he got, after Trump fired him. Kimberly Guilfoy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She well, was the host. Spineless. Yeah, it's really really interesting. All these TV hosts getting with uh, rich men, aka Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez. Maybe we should change our career, right. Megan. Just <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Something to consider. I mean, Julie Chen, the host. Julie Chen, Moonbase. Moonbase. <laughs> he's 
He did not get a severance package. You saw that. Yes, he had to do investigation. I mean, Julie Chen obviously is an iconic person. She is, but, but like, she stood by her husband. But I'm like, she added his last name. There's That's doubling down info to not give him a severance package. Honey Boo Boo, you should check out of that right. marriage. You know, Harvey Weinstein's wife. She left right away. Quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Sheena Shea uh, has been chronicling her <laughs> fertility journey. She posted on Instagram the other day a picture of needles, which, again, fans don't need to see your needles. Was she doing heroin or freezing her? Right? <laughs> so fans started asking Sheena if what was going on because they were implying that she's starting IVF. Obviously, Sheena is 33 years old, single, you know, so hopefully I, I don't want her bringing a child into this life. The only thing that comes yeah. to mind is Tinsley Mortimer and her mom at the bridal oh dress store. <laughs> so crying over the eggs. Oh my gosh, what? Like an embarrassing. I know. Yeah, completely interesting piece from Real House of New York. I just <laughs> that's what I think about when Sheena Shea's doing this egg freezing thing. Yeah, she tweeted, I'm freezing eggs and not embryos. I don't have a man. I don't want kids. I'm focusing on my career and my future. When and if the time comes to use my eggs, I pray they are good. Why would I regret making a smart decision for my future? I would not regret doing this rather than taking a chance. Life is too short, and that's why I'm doing this. I think it's smart. I why think so, too. Not? Mercedes from Shaw's did it. Mm-hmm. Asa from... That was a big, like, debate whether Asa did it or not. She did it. You know she did I mean? it. I don't she know why did. the fuck she always pretended like she and was, like, she too good. And she always denied it. And it's like... Okay, so you froze your eggs. She's old. She's just as old as Mercedes. MJ's like, yeah, I did it. Duh. Why wouldn't I? And Mercedes was going through a lot with it. Like it was yeah. really hurting her. And the, and then once she did like kind of confront Asa, being like, hey, like you definitely did this. And also like was like, no, I didn't. What are you saying? What are you saying? It's like you guys are friends. Like and going through MJ something was really going to her to like get yeah. advice. Yeah, not as like to That's be like, shady or yeah. weird. Asa was weird. And also, I, I think everything turned me off about that whole yeah. part into. When they took her off, I was like, good. Because even Mike, how he would always say, like, you're not sharing your life like yeah. we are, you know? And it's true. And that was, like, the big red flag was when she wouldn't admit that she had also frozen her eggs. Yeah. Come on. But do you think it's, gonna a, like, a similar situation with Lala and Randall? Like, do you think Vanderpump will ever be like, you need to cut bait? Because she recently said the show would be a lot better if Randall was on it. Because how do you, are you pretending, like, Lala's not in this, like, completely different situation than every other person on the cast? Completely. And she's like, oh, I had to come back from New York for my shift, my hostess shift. Yeah. What the fuck? No, you're not no, hosting. No, she has to address it. She's not even working. Randall yeah. allegedly has so much money, even though Gotti was, like, oh my God. terrible and went nowhere. I've even known people that watched it, and they couldn't even finish it. They said that's how bad it was. I loved her saying, like, mom movies are really looked down upon in Hollywood. Lisa's like the Godfather, Scarface, <laughs> The Sopranos, Casino, like good going, yeah, well, like going through like every freaking mob, like half the most. They icon- make so much money. iconic films. Look at Martin Scorsese. Yes, films. Like, that's what, and what's so funny is that Randall's ex is on that Netflix show You, which has been doing. Oh, I've heard about that, and has been doing like really good. And so everybody like in the Bravo blogs is saying, "I wonder how Lala feels that her that Randall's movie tanked and his ex wife's show." Is doing great well i know lala's movie what was it called the room the, yeah, the row the row that's yeah. on hulu so yeah maybe i also I'll, heard that was terrible i gotta get real drunk if i have to watch that like i need to be heavily inebriated yeah actually that could actually be a really funny deep dive to do where we watch it <laughs> the and then TV discuss show. it yeah, yeah. yeah the movies 
<laughs> well, staying in Los Angeles, Dariq Hemsley from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is married to the shadiest crook in all of the UK. PK. PK. So a man named Nico sued PK back in 2016. He said that he had loaned Kemsley $1.2 million back in 2011. At the time, he claimed that Kemsley had not repaid a dime from the loans despite having agreed to a 2013 deadline. So Kemsley obviously went bankrupt in the UK in 2013 where it wiped all his debts, but this Nikos guy is like, no, you never listed me as a creditor in your case, so that doesn't mean... I'm still owed. Yeah, yeah. I'm still owed. Kemsley tried to obviously fight this, citing his bankruptcy discharge, blah, 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 blah. The New York judge has granted Nikos uh, the ability to go after Kemsley. Fuck yeah. But not even that. He had a big Yeah, you're casino. our resident lawyer. We need you to Shh. describe this. He thing. had a big casino debt um, that he hadn't been paying, and he made a few payments, but again, because he thought it was clear because of his bankruptcy in the UK, but you have to list your creditors. And the thing is, with foreign jurisdictions and American jurisdictions, that could be the reason why they weren't claimed in the US. End of the day, PK has all these debts. He hasn't been paying. People are coming after him to get their money back. Also, did you see that video where the woman who had gone yeah. half with Dorit and the Beverly Beach like swimmer line in Vegas was running after them saying like, you owe me money, you owe me money. Oh, no, it was a friend of the party. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just like, PK is shady as fuck. He is the Joe Judice of the West Coast. So- <laughs> and like, people are coming after him. It's only a matter of time before... I think that they're hit with fraud or something like that. And it's so crazy that they were just on this episode of Million Dollar Listing LA trying to get new property. And I'm just like, they need to figure out their finances because I really think that they're going to go down the same path as Teresa and Joe. So they're trying to sell the house they quote-unquote own for $8.25 million. They were just on Million Dollar Listing LA. However, the internet sleuths that I am thinking from Reddit have been saying that the house is actually owned by an LLC that PK is a part oh. of. So we put. So I think he owns a small part of the company that owns the house. Mm-hmm. So he has no place or place to be selling the house. However... I think they created some sort of deal that they would cut the rent, their monthly rent payments, because of the exposure for the house. Because it's eight point something million dollar house. So but I also saw that they dropped the price one point yeah. million. <laughs> so I just, I just don't, I just don't, I hate when these housewives flash like they have all this money and then all this stuff comes out. You're a fucking fraud. Yeah, and especially with her, like with the Hermes plates and, the, you know... The Rose Bentley. Oh, yeah. Remember that from the first season she was on? It's all fake. It's all fake, and it's so interesting because she's obviously one of the most delusional housewives, I think, on any of the franchises. Completely, completely. And, you know, how is this going to be addressed? Like, it must be, and this is, you know, you we know always talk... Going to. Yeah, you we always talk to. about, like, what will be shown on the show and what won't and I, that's why this show is fun for me because of like we could talk about things that they actually aren't addressing like major 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 Issues. things in life and this is where I think that the housewives has really kind of gone downhill because the first few seasons of all of the franchise by the way in my free time I just like to watch the beginning seasons of <laughs> all the housewives on Hulu oh, yeah. in the morning when I'm getting ready so this is how I can always kind of go back and forth but the first seasons always dealt with stuff family issues in New Jersey crazy stuff that was going on in Orange County. 
these seasons, they don't talk about all these things anymore. They don't even address them. They hide them under the table. And it's all just a scripted, fake-ass trips to Hong Kong and Copenhagen and wherever. And it's like, I don't give a fuck about you guys going on some fake bullshit trips. (laughs) I want to know about this person's fraud case, about this person's sexual assault allegations. I want to know about those things. Yeah. Armstrong, Russell Armstrong's death, like, all of that. I want that. Like, don't give me some bullshit this season, Beverly Hills, which I think is going to be given to us. I think it's going to be good. I'm really excited. And if they address it, if they address it, it'll be good. And if they don't, it's like, why are we watching the same shit again? Just like OC was garbage this Mm -hmm. past season. If Beverly Hills doesn't start, like, confronting things face to face, it's going to be a snooze fest part two. So true. One thing I find interesting is that I do believe Lisa and Ken are shady business people, too. I've heard that, too, from Jasper, what yeah. he was saying in London. Yeah. So they, I definitely think, are sketchy. And the fact that Lisa has such loyalty to PK when he's a piece of trash. Yeah. Like, when you're aware that your friend is doing all of this and goes to Vegas and takes a hundred, what, $1.2 million in credit from a casino because, what, you needed to fucking gamble. Yeah. And then never be able to pay it back. Like, you have to, like, look at your friends and, like, the people you surround yourself with and that that's someone who, uh, Lisa is, like, he's a friend forever. It's, like, but I also How? heard about, like, Lisa's other restaurants had, like, mysteriously burned down. Yeah. And so then she was able to claim it through insurance means and not have to actually pay stuff. I don't know. Well, that's, yeah, Laura Marie Shainholz, she hosts the Sexy Unique podcast, which is amazing, where mm-hmm. she's been doing it for years, where they really go into, obviously, like, Van Vanderpump stuff, but they discuss Lisa, too. But, yeah, she came up with this theory that, you know, how weird for a restaurant that is, you know, three years old to have had five fires. Like, yeah. it's not really... Like, and at every one of your restaurants, people can own restaurants forever, and there's never a fire. Mm, exactly. And there's also precautionary things that you do. Yeah, the fire department yeah. the health, has health codes. Like, yeah, like, fire you, and also, if your restaurant is going on fire, wouldn't you be a little bit more aware of the things that could light on fire or whatever so it's 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 interesting that this keeps happening and even like last season lisa vanderpump gives jeremy ariana's brother like 500 dollars cash after he like helped the fire quote unquote i was like this motherfucker was like an accomplice in something and the fact that like it's being shown as like lisa and ken being like thank you so much jeremy like what would we have done without you it's like no he probably was like covering something up like the whole thing is weird and i i totally agree with laura that something is sketchy and yeah the fact that yeah they're aligning themselves with pk and they're like we've known him forever i'm like he's definitely a sleazeball and they someone, they left the UK after I bankruptcy. I would love to know somebody in like the London club restaurant scene. Somebody in London knows some dirt, and that's what I would like to find out. Cedric. Oh, oh, I should get him on the show. <gasps> that would be amazing. That's really a good idea. It I'm gonna is. reach out to him. If anybody knows Cedric, let me know. Yeah, I, pass the info along because. I really think people know, and they just don't want to say anything. Totally. Oh, that's But he's so already been sworn. He doesn't talk to them, so. Yeah. Would he, though? I mean, I don't know. I he don't was know. on Kate Casey's podcast. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, good. So good. So, Mercedes, what was your favorite moment that aired on Bravo this week? Oh, my gosh. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> Married to Medicine just released their uh, part two of their reunion special. Before the reunion aired, and I think even this season, 
I had read a story about Quad sleeping with Mariah's sister's husband. I did hear about that because in my mind I was like, I didn't know that Mariah and Quad didn't talk. And I was at the time I was like, maybe it's because I don't watch the show enough. But allegedly, yes, Mariah's sister walked in on Quad sleeping with her husband. It was a big thing. Cops were called. There's allegedly even a police report about it. Um, And that's why her and Quad weren't talking for a while. But then at the end of the article, it was like, people would questioning why she would bring Quad on the show since Mariah is an executive producer. Yeah. Which is a good question. And it was never addressed on the show. And then so when it came up on the reunion, I was like, I read that article that said that she had done that. So I don't know. It's just interesting to me. The Married to Medicine cast is the only people that actually bring stuff up that talk about real stuff. So, so true. And that's one of the reasons why I love the show. So that's just been really good for me. Um, I mean, I completely agree. Like we were talking before we were recording, but I'm like, well, that's my favorite moment. You're like, well, that was my favorite moment. But (laughs) it was amazing. So obviously Mariah and Quad are just going after each other and they're so poetic like there's an eloquence in the way these women speak to each other and like their arguments are just like insane like full of like colorful metaphors and like it's ridiculous so after you know mariah is like using quad of sleeping with her (laughs) brother-in-law quad then claps back to mariah saying like you cocaine snorting ass like with your cocaine snorting ass like something (sighs) So then obviously now there's a cocaine accusation, which there's almost nothing I love more than, like, a cocaine accusation on a Bravo <laughs> show. Let's be real. Let me just preface this by saying that, like, especially in New York, it's known that a lot of the women do cocaine. Yeah. It's not anything. That's How do you think Carol stays so fucking thin? Yeah. So it's like, is that a really a serious allegation? Mariah posted something about, oh, it's slanderous, blah, 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 blah. She even took a drug test. But it's like, you took a urine test, cocaine's out of your system in three days. If you want anybody to believe you, take a hair test, because the cocaine will be there for, I think, up to a year. So, I don't know. It's just silly, and the fact that she's thinking it's so hurtful. I mean, is it really to your character? A lot of people, but, I mean, in New York, a lot of people do it, and it's kind of normal. In California, a lot of people do it, too, especially in L.A. I I lived in San Diego. Um, (laughs) I mean, her husband, Aiden freaked the fuck out like that was so scary like i like don't like that male energy where it's like a little too aggressive and i mean he was be like he was standing up for his wife and and at least he didn't yell like at quad even though like you see him like on the side like just like (gasps) like huffing and puffing and he's so pissed and you know i understand where he's coming from however like your wife can't hit low blows to Quad. Quad's yeah. going through a really rough time right now. I like, cannot wait for the sit down between Greg and Quad. I am like oh my God. on the edge of my seat on tonight because uh, there's so much more there that they don't talk about. And what's crazy is that Greg is a psychiatrist. I know. You know? They're always the most fucked up ones. They are. I mean, my undergrad was in psychology. My brother always told me that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think this show is all, it's been my favorite for months so I yeah I go back and forth like for whatever reason I don't watch it with the same like fervor as some of the other shows but then I'll like spend five hours one afternoon watching every single episode and I'm like how have I not been obsessed with this and how are people not talking about it like you know they this whole season 
They changed the yeah. date that it would come on. One day it was Thursday. One day it was Friday. They moved it to Saturday. They moved it so many times. And I'm like, they just want the show to tank. But we talked about this before. Is that because their cast doesn't get paid as much as House that House of Atlanta, but Atlanta has all this money and they're not doing their ratings are not yeah. as good. But I did hear that Candy and Cynthia are on the chopping block for next season. But they're the like the second and third highest paid on the show yeah. behind Nini. So Ugh. it makes sense. Like cut the dead weight. Well maybe that's why Candy's doing Celebrity Big Brother. She's like, I gotta start raking in more cash. I have to find like new revenue streams. I just think like you have a lot of money already. Also, what's Todd doing? Like, what is he bringing what in? What the fuck is Todd doing? He's just, like, sitting next to Don Juan all day, like, telling Don Juan to do things. Maybe that's why Mama Joyce is still going after him, because she sees him, like, basically sucking off the teeth. I mean, hey, Mama Joyce is batshit crazy. However, crazy. she isn't always wrong. Like, She's I think not. her delivery is, like, incredibly aggressive, and, like... At the end of the day, like, he is your daughter's husband, so yeah. have a little bit of respect, and they have children together, and, and like, they're and they're in love. Point, yeah. yeah, like, we'll get are. the fuck over it. But Speaking of being in love, I just want to put out a special oh, rest yeah. in peace to uh, Bobby Zarin. It's the one-year anniversary of his death. We all know that we love Real Housewives of New York and uh, Jill, and yeah. Sad I feel sad for her. I mean, obviously it's not easy, but at least... She's got a, she's got a boyfriend She's got now. a cute boyfriend. Yeah. She's got Allie. She's got her new little dog. Yeah. So, I know. It was a bummer. It's like, he was one of my favorite house husbands. Like, I always, like, love a man who could put up with, like, full crazy. Full crazy. And he loved her. He loved her and crazy. And that's for her. Awesome. And actually, I, I think I told you this, that, like, at one of my jobs, um, one of my patients was friends with Bobby Zarin's daughter and he she said that he was just the nicest person that you could ever meet like he would do anything and go out of his way to just kind of like help people or do things for people if they needed money he was always the first to give that he just had like he was a true man I love him well, on that note, we are ending today's episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Obviously, you don't have a choice. You must come back. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yay. Well, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.